0: Like I glance in the front and I'll see my home. Sixteen in the three and one in the hole. A dog is a brother, make some seat out her roll. Now they dropping that yelling it's a tad bit late. Ape dog and for a G have to regulate Oh yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Welcome back to the Do We Love It podcast. This is your host, Dr. Water, with Lemon Recording Live from the GNA Studios. Oh, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, This is a safe space. It's a good place. Um, So, yeah, let's let's get after it. Uh, So, uh, I started the morning out. uh, I've I've been waking up at 5, and... Not not planned. Even, if, cause sometimes I'll go to bed at like ten and I want to get up at six. Sometimes I'll go to bed at eleven, want to get up at seven, maybe nine thirty, nine 9.00, o'clock. Want to get up at five, five thirty. But no matter what time I go to bed, I seem to wake up at like four fifty five. I don't know why, um, and it's either a great time to wake up or the worst time to wake up. Um, so today was good because I woke up and I was like Okay, like, I'm okay with getting up um, But I mean, like, 5 o'clock, it's, it's that weird time Where it's like, it's pretty early But it's not, like, too insane of a time to get up Like, if I was waking up at 3 a.m., 4 a.m., like, okay Like, no questions asked, like, fall trying to fall back asleep But, like, 5, 5.30, it's like, nah, I gotta be up in an hour anyway Like, why not, you know? Uh, So, got up, did a little stretching, a little meditating, had some tea, um, and uh, I went to my questions of the day book, which I have been thoroughly enjoying. Um, And so, I missed yesterday's question, so I answered both of them today, uh, and the question was, uh, what do you avoid? And I thought it was a pretty good question. And if you're listening by yourself or with others, I'd say like take a moment and maybe think about that. I, I thought about it for a while, because um, I would I mean, I would say I do not avoid much. I mean, I definitely put things off and procrastinate, but I, I there's very, it's, I think it's a lot harder. To think of things that you flat out avoid Because to me avoiding something is something that You want to do But you are kind of afraid to open up that box Or you know whatever it may be Um, And it's something that That you It's something that comes out of a, a fear Whereas Procrastinating is more so somebody else is expecting this of me. I need to get it done, whether it's paying bills or doing work for your boss or, you know, whomever. Um, Whereas I think avoiding something is, it's almost like you're procrastinating against yourself and no one else because no one else is really relying on it. Um, So I thought about it and I... So I have a bunch of Notebooks and journals Um, I write Sporadically and randomly There's no method to the Madness or organization So I have a bunch of random Stuff I've written in over the years That I've kept Um, I mean this dates back To high school And When I moved out to California I It was I had to Consolidate my life Essentially If it didn't fit In Gen a, Oh and by the way Gen a Is at 99,890 miles Um I think I'm gonna try And ride my bike To work a lot Next week Because It would be great To have The 100 On The podcast So I think that's gonna be The goal for this week Reduce the mileage a little bit Um And that's actually why I missed last week I biked to work last week So My apologies Appreciate the fans who give me a hard time for that Um Yeah I feel like if If turns 100 midweek It's like It's like having a big birthday on a Tuesday So Gonna try and do her right Um Woo We are really getting into Philosophy Friday right now Um So anywho so, yeah, so I have these notebooks, um, and they, they made it to California, which to me they, I don't have too much stuff from my past. Uh, I mean, I, I still have some things, but think about it. it think of everything in your life and you have to, if it, whatever can't fit in a Nissan Altima cannot come. Um, so there's meaning, there's meaning to these notebooks, obviously, cause you know, it's a lot of just things I put in there, but like, I don't want to reopen. Um, so that's what I avoid and I, th- I might read them this week. That's, that's my, kind of my goal this weekend is to read those. So if anybody has any good things they avoid and want to write in post it on the old Facebook page too, you can comment there or, you know, text and whatever, uh, would definitely like to get other people's thoughts and and share that. Yo. All right. So, had a write in uh from Mr. Dr. Professor. Uh Mr. Dr. Professor said, "Dear Doctor, uh do we think that we should be uh that martial arts should be part of the PE curriculum?" Um once again, Mister Doctor uh, Professor with a great write in there. Um, I was I like his writing. He he's he's worked in the school system for maybe you know two three hundred years. Um, so he's got a lot of he's got a lot of good good uh, insight. Um, I I really like this idea. Um, I. I'm big on it. I mean, I know some people may say it it could promote violence, but I mean, I I think self-defense is an important skill. Um, And I mean, I think if it's it's taught right, um, I mean, it's tough for me to comment too, because I've never really done martial arts. I don't, I mean, I took up boxing very, very briefly. Um, I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed learning about it, but I'm not really the right person to to comment on the mentality and, and the teachings and learnings behind it but in my layman opinion I think for the most part when you are part of a dojo or a gym or whatever it is I would hope that the thought behind a lot of the teachings and philosophy is that this is for defense purposes to help yourself, to help others as opposed to using it towards aggression. Um, so I, I, I think it's a good idea. I think it's a good skill for, for kids to have. Um, it's a great workout. It could, you know, open doors to, to new, to new things. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm for it. I, I, I'm all about putting the uh physical back in physical education. Not to sound weird. That sounded kinda weird, but um I always hated as a kid we'd always have like, you know, one week a, a semester, whatever it would be like like learning about health in the great body shop. Who gives a shit? Um I, you kinda I I really didn't get anything out of that and it was kinda like like we, we had like, I think we had, we, we called it, well, we used to call it gym and then they made us call it P. Um, I'll stick with gym, though. we had gym, uh, I think twice a week. And it was, I looked forward to gym and P more than any other class. It was by far my favorite class. Like the more I talk about it, the more I'm like, maybe I should be a gym teacher. Cause gym was fire. Um, so to have gym. And you show up, thinking in my head, J-I-M, Jim, too. It's just, like, so funny calling it Jim. Um, Shout-out to my cousin Jim. Um, but, yeah, like, to have, like, basically, like, you're in school 30 hours a week and only two hours out of the week, like, I enjoyed. And then there's, like, a couple weeks where they just take that away, where you're just, like, stuck. Sitting on the floor in the gym, like learning about like not doing drugs and and you know putting on deodorant, and it's like I don't I I want to play dodgeball, Um, so I would be down with uh, I would definitely be down with martial arts in PE. So uh, shout out to Mr. Doctor Professor, appreciate the writing. All right, next up, speeding up to red lights. Um, so for those of you who know me, know that I am very efficient with my, my gas mileage. Um, I, I don't, I like going in cruise control, um, I hand up. I'm the annoying person on the highway where I'm doing like 60 miles an hour in cruise control. Uh, to be fair, I always go in the second to the right lane. That way it's, you know, the slow, the slow commuter lane. Um, and especially in California, I've noticed there's a lot of traffic. There's a lot of lights. Um, so it's a, it's stop and go stop and go stop and go stop and go so i don't want to like hammer my brakes and i want to get the most out of my gas so if i see a red light up ahead i lay off the gas and i i I cruise into it i i refuse to accelerate towards a red light and then hit my brakes that i can be the first person at a red light um surprisingly more people than not don't understand that concept um I'm not sure why, I don't know what everybody's rush is, um, because ultimately it's, it's faster if you are approaching a set of lights and you're 30 feet away from the lights, but you have momentum going through the lights as opposed to stop and then start up again. Uh, so I get people who like ride my ass, they beep at me, they flip me off. Um, and it just fuels my fire. Uh, if it's one of those things where it's like they think maybe I'll speed up, and it's like, dude, I'm just—I might even hit the brakes at this point. Well, actually, I won't because I don't want to hammer my brakes. So, do we love people who speed up to red lights? Honestly, we don't. They—it's—it's it's, to me, it's just one of—it's—it's it's a terrible habit. And I view you as a simpleton, um, somebody who just doesn't think so yeah I'm, I'm out on people who speed up to red lights and I'm even more out on people who uh, beep at other people for being smart so screw those people and finally this blew my mind I'm still shook about this Do we love calling in a hot and ready? So for those of you who are unaware, a brief history of hot and ready, Um, it was discovered in Detroit. The owner of the Detroit Red Wings founded uh, Little Caesars, I should call it. And so he founded Little Caesars and Little Caesars specializes in what is known as the hot and ready, meaning you show up you can get a cheese or pepperoni pizza for five bucks. It's hot and it's ready. Um, it's the equivalent to fast food. That's what it is. It's fast food pizza. So I have one, uh, on my street corner and that is, it's, it's, Like that's all I get for pizza. When it comes to pizza, that's all I eat. I mean, I know there's a lot of snooty people out there like, oh, that's not real pizza. Oh, you got oh, you don't know you don't know what good pizza is. I'm not saying it's good. I like it. It's delicious to me, and it's five bucks, so go screw. Um So the best part of the hot and ready is not calling it in. Like that's what I like about the most. That's what I like the most about it is I don't need to think ahead. I don't need to plan it out. And if you're getting it for a couple people, since it's five bucks, it's like, okay, I'll just get two. Like, I don't need a head count on people for this, you know? So I showed up and uh, they didn't have one ready for me. And I was, I was shook. I mean, I should mention that the owner wasn't there. Uh, The owner is a hustler. He always tries to get me to spend the extra dollar to get extra pepperoni. I refuse to do it. The hot and ready shall stay five dollars. I will never pay six. Um, So he wasn't there. He, He runs a good business. It was a bunch of, you know, teenagers that, yeah. I mean if I was running somebody else's hot and ready I probably wouldn't be grinding not going to lie If I was running my own I would be But not somebody else's um, so the re- But the reason it wasn't ready Is because this lady walks in And gets like five hot and readies I'm like yo I'm, I was here first Like what is going on is This, I mean This is un-American Do you not like respect the line Or for my Brits out there As they know respect the queue Respect the queue That, by the way, is definitely a word we need to take uh, Calling a line a queue is just cash And I'm about it um, But anyway So this lady gets her five pizzas before I get my one And I'm all flustered I'm like, "What? what is going on? And they're like, oh, well, she called in I'm like, you guys have a phone number? What? Who who the hell calls in a hot and ready? I I didn't even know that that was an option. And it completely defeats the purpose of the entire business concept. Um, And now it like... So I'm just sitting there stewing and just the worst thoughts in the world are running through my mind like... I'm like is this a thing Like are people going to start doing this Like do I need to like murder this lady And throw her in the ocean Because I'm afraid she's going to tell her friend That she called in a hot and ready And then it's going to snowball And then it's going to turn into this thing Where you can't just show up and the pizza's ready Because everybody's calling ahead So this This is like I'm trying to like think of what I can equate it to It's 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 kind of like if If the the boss leaves early Say the boss leaves an hour early Or not the boss The supervisor So like the middle manager Say your middle manager leaves early Who doesn't have the authority To allow everybody else to leave early But it's kind of like Okay he's leaving early He won't He doesn't care what we do We can leave early if we want to but then somebody pipes up and is like, "Hey, Bob, uh, is it okay if we leave early today too?" And they put, they put Bob in a position where, where he has to say, "No, you can't," not because he wants to, not not because he wants to tell you you have to stay till the end of the bell, but because he doesn't want to be liable. So I don't think that directly correlates to the hot and ready but the the point is the person who asked is ruining it for everyone else and the person who is calling in is ruining the hot and ready for everyone else so shame on you shame shame on me for not shaming her so if you are gonna call in a hot and ready, you are no longer welcome to be part of this podcast. Anyway, sorry to end on such a negative note. Hopefully, some DMX will bring us all up. Hope everybody has a great weekend. Yeah, to give it to you. K days morning, social by Romeo.